welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I had a few issues with sound and just getting everything set up in the new house, but I'm here and ready to record again with a new little setup, so hopefully the sound is okay. In a few different episodes and through a lot of what I talk about in the Daring Designers Club, I mention working towards your version of success instead of anyone else's. This for me is the best bit of advice I can give when it comes to avoiding comparison or getting stuck with what goals to work towards. But what if you don't know what your version of success looks like? This is perfectly possible and I myself have had periods in the past where I just keep on going and see how things go instead of figuring out what my actual goals are and what I'm working towards. So today's episode is going to be just that. We're going to talk about how to find what your version of success would look like so you can plan your goals and get a really good idea of where you want to be in the next year, the next two years, five or even ten years. So let's get into the episode. My first bit of advice would be to ignore anything you've learned so far. As with anything else, we tend to pick up a standard definition of what success looks like, whether it's being at the top of a corporate ladder or being married with kids before a certain age chances are something is already etched into our brains as what success should look like. It may have been picked up from parents or from school because they might have praised you for a certain type of achievement, or it might just be from those societal norms that are dictated to us over and over again. Basically, anything we hear multiple times has the potential to get into our heads and change the way we really feel about something. But we have to try to unlearn this and really dig into what success means for us. Ignore any little niggling thoughts in your brain, which are shoulds, and instead try to dig into what you really want. It might take a while to take these thoughts away, as with any habit, but once you do, your mind will be much more open to allow you to achieve a level of success which is potentially different to what you've learned in the past. Tip number two is to think about what fills you with joy. Now we've done some unlearning, we have to refill our brains with what success actually means to us. To start, it's really helpful to think about what fills you with joy day to day. It doesn't just have to be work or business focused, it can be the way you want to live your life, how you want to spend your time, what your work-life balance looks like, and what you want to be saving towards to do things which are completely joyful for you. We can also think carefully about our business and what brings us joy there. After all, we're likely to be spending a good amount of time working, 
And what's the point in the flexibility of running your own business if you can't make your work life happy too? So think about the work you love doing, the clients that make your life easier, the type of design that you could do for hours and hours without wanting to stop. These things which make you happy and fill you with joy are going to be the basis of what your success is. Success is nothing without the happiness behind it. And for more exercises to help find your joy, I highly recommend following along with the joy coach, Sophie Cliff, if you don't already. I'll link to her in the show notes. Tip number three is to think big and not sweat the small stuff. When we start thinking about what success looks like for us, we can often start looking a little too close to home. What we want by the end of the month, thinking about what we can be doing over the next few weeks, and thinking that you have to take the position you're in now and just step it up slightly. As an example of this, deep down you may have the goal to earn, say, 50k a year, as this aligns with your idea of how much you want to save and the lifestyle you want to lead. However, it might be that you're currently charging £750 for your main project offering, so based on your current prices and your current prices alone, you decide to bump up your prices to £1,000 per project. This feels like a big jump based on where you are now, but let's compare this to your yearly income target. You're giving yourself the big task of needing to complete 50 projects a year to reach your income goals. And does this fit in with the way you want to be working? Instead of basing your changes on where you are now, base them on where you want to be. So instead of thinking small and worrying about where we are right now or in the next few months, Think about your big picture goals and having those in mind can help you make big impact decisions which get you working to get there much quicker. Tip number four is to go inwards. It's 100% about you and 0% about anyone else. If you listen to my last episode, you'll know that I, along with anyone else, find comparison a tricky beast to manage. And I had so many messages from other designers to chat about issues around comparing ourselves to other business owners and how comparison comes into measuring our success so much because it's so easy to start measuring our success based on what other people are doing and achieving. So instead of looking outwards at what other people are doing to think about what you want, go completely inwards and try your best to avoid any external influence when you're thinking about what you want from life and work. Once you've figured out what brings you happiness, it makes it a lot easier to do this without worrying about anyone else as these are things only you can know are good for you. And tip number five, you are deserving of it all. My final piece of advice when it comes to thinking of what success looks like to you is that you have to know that whatever results you come up with, you are completely worthy of it. We can sometimes talk ourselves out of certain goals because we feel like we aren't good enough to get them or that we don't deserve them. These are thoughts that can come with us from childhood or even just with the self-doubt that comes with imposter syndrome and being self-employed. But I promise you, we deserve whatever our big goals look like. If you need a pick-me-up when you feel like you aren't worthy of what your version of success looks like, Write down some affirmations or do some vision boarding to help you really feel connected with your future self and what you can achieve. So that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you love a bit of design business chat, I'd love for you to join my Facebook group for designers, which you can find by searching the Daring Designers Club over on Facebook or use the link in the show notes. 
Also, you can find me at Gatta Web on Instagram, where feel free to DM me about anything from today's episode or any of the others, or find out more about the work I do with designers at GattaWeb.com. I really hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll see you next time. Bye.